hey, Allie, good to be with you today, sir. How are you? I am good. I am good. It's uh, early morning, been up since, like you, early, already did our things, and now we're on the call today, so it's pretty exciting. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, so, we, and we kind of are almost in the same, different color, but same shirts again. It's the weirdest thing. I know. Right? How, how weird is that, right? Isn't it? it it's either, and, I, and, you know, I'm going to tell you this, and I know people won't probably believe it, but I almost wore a blue shirt today, a, a, a collared polo, like that, almost that exact color. I said, now let me go with a different color today. Well, that's funny. So yeah. what's what's been happening, man? Well, I mean, so much has been happening in my life. I mean, it, it, it's the it's the greatest and the weirdest time. But um, I've been really busy with trial classes, which is an exciting thing. Then, um, they're, we're doing the free month, you know, the free month of program and training. So that's been really busy right now. Currently, I have like 10 people in my free month program. So, uh, and, and loving it and coming regularly. So that's important. You know, some of them, <clears throat> excuse me, will start the program, do like a week, maybe two, and then fizzle out. Others will do a right. few days and then they find out the price and they're like, ah, I'm not going to make my kid fall in love with this and then I can't afford it. So they fizzle out. But the majority of them have been coming and loving it, like really, like in, just like a regular student, totally engaged and involved. So that's a that's a good thing. So I'm hoping to convert them next month. Um, the hemorrhaging, as far as law students, has kind of gotten to the point where I think I've leveled off to some extent. Um, I had a good month as far as renewals go. I had um, 12 people renew their agreements, which is incredible because you know these are people that. I've trained on Zoom, and they have the opportunity to step out if they wanted to and, and not return. Um, so that's a good sign. So we've been doing our job in, you know, on all of the fronts, right, to be able to get people to renew. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we're just plugging along. But our, our Facebook marketing has been absolutely killing it. I mean, it's really like every night I wake up to two or three leads. You know, not all of them pan out. Um, the weird part is people fill out a form, and they go to the, to the umpteenth extent of, right before they're going to come in and sign up or come in and do a class, and then you don't hear from them again. So kind of weird. It's the oddest thing ever. So, um, but anyway, yeah, things are great. And, you know, I've been, you know, it's just like, it seems like more work. What about you? Like, it's it's the weirdest thing. I think we just reset and the camera started and stopped again on uh, online, but it, it seems uninterrupted. Let me let me just quickly check. You check the audience. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, lots on it. So that's, that's working. So... So, yeah, I mean, what about you as far as it? Does it seem like more work? I don't know why. Maybe it's the stress of everything and, and so on, but what, what do you feel? Yeah, I, I, I feel it's the stress of everything. Um, you know, everything is just compiling. Uh, and yeah. So you have you have the stress of running your business. You have the stress of uh, whatever's happening maybe with your spouse's business or the work that they do. Yeah. And then you got your kids, right. if you have kids, you know, all of that stress. I can't imagine yeah. having little kids right now. Um, I, it would be incredibly uh, hard to, 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 to do all that. And I don't mean to sound yeah. like a pansy. I just, you know, look, um, we're supposed to drop off our son. He's our youngest to uh, college this weekend. And guess guess where the latest shooting just happened? Oh, really? Right in, there, in right? In Kenosha, the town that he's supposed to go into. So, you know, as of last night, before there was another shooting, because there was three shootings again uh, last night, 
too fatal. Um, we got an email yesterday just saying, you know, look, it's three miles away. Downtown is three miles away. So we're still moving forward. Well, we'll wait and see what happens now after this. And my my son was up at 4 o'clock this morning. He couldn't sleep. And imagine that, right? You're 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. So what's, yeah. what's going on? He's worried. He's worried about, you know, look, Kenosha is not the, uh, you know, the hip-hop town. And there's not a lot downtown Kenosha. I mean, there's stuff in downtown, town, you know, downtown yeah. Kenosha. But yeah. it's not like being downtown Chicago, you know, where there's thousands, right. hundreds of thousands of things to do. And he's like, people are are burning and looting uh, the, the only downtown that I was going to have. And he's going to yeah. start his freshman year. You know that by even if he stays there all four years, by senior year, that's not going to be rebuilt. Right, right. I know that um, uh, Nicole, my, you know, Nicole, I'll tell the listeners, my fiance, Nicole, her, her niece just went back to school. And half of her classes are online and half of them are um, in person. So, you know, and, and she got there. They had to be there a week ahead of time, and they have an entire week where they're not allowed to go from dorm to dorm. They're not allowed to go and mix and intermingle in the parks or the, the fields or wherever the gathering grounds are. They're literally confined right. to their dorm rooms for a whole entire week. It's insane. So, I mean, my daughter, and I, I'm going to say this fortunately, she probably, if she heard me, she'd be angry, um, but um, she was scheduled to go to FIT for her first year in Manhattan this year, and um, the first half is online, um, and she's staying home. Uh, and I'm thankful because the city now, and, and New York was one of the safest cities in the world, and all of a sudden, you know, now with our, you know, our mayors and, and uh, politicians, it's become like a festival. I'm really saddened over this because New York was great. Go in, have a dinner, go see a show. Now it's getting bad. So, um it's sad. A lot of people are moving out of the city. The good news is they're moving out to the island, so it's driving our real estate prices up a little. But yeah, it's it's a weird time. You know, I just had a conversation. This is I know we're totally off of our topic, but I had a conversation with a mom yesterday, and it was really like pulling teeth. I mean, it was a painful conversation, and um, because her whole concern was, and and they, the kid has been with me for a long time. They're like, I heard parents can't stay in the lobby and, and watch classes. And I said, yeah, that's not our, our, our choice. This is the guidelines that have been put upon us. Um, yeah, but I, I want my husband to, to see the class. I said, well, you can. You can watch on Zoom, you know. And no, no, I, he has to be in the building. And I said, well, why not? And all of our concerns, well, what about someone? And then it turned out, well, would you lock your front door? People could just wander in. I'm like, ma'am, we're, we're not a high-security building, but, you're, you know, you're protected by – unless a guy comes in with a gun, you know, you've got some of the toughest fighters. They, we know what we're doing as far as self-defense. Your, your daughter's more protected than they would be if they were in regular elementary school or kindergarten. She's like, no, no, uh, they have to be buzzed in. I go, ma'am, I, I have to tell you, honestly. And then she says, are, are, you know, are, are, they, are your instructors vetted? Are they checked out on the sex offender registry? I said, all of my guys have been with me for over 15, 20 years. I said, they're all checked out, and they're all vetted. I said, however, the people that are doing bad things are not on these registries. I mean, those people still do things, but they've been caught. Right before they were caught, they weren't on these registries. So that's only the after, the, the post part of it. I said, you have to feel comfortable. I said, if you want me, me to cancel the agreement, I'll cancel it. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I don't want you to feel like... I said, but your husband knows me. He searched me out. They actually come from two towns over because they wanted to be in, in my school. I'm like, right. so 
you have a decision to make. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to try to lock you into an agreement. I'm not going to try to say anything. I say, just come if you want. And she says, well, we hope that it clears up soon and parents are allowed to stay. I said, ma'am, do you think that I don't hope that to happen? I said, this has been the most brutal five and a half months of my career in 30 years. I said, you don't think that we want you sitting in the lobby? We have a gorgeous lobby. I spent thousands of dollars on it. I want you there. You know, it's like it was a tough, tough talk. It really was. It was crazy. So, so we're back into our day, you know, and that's really it. I'm just excited to move forward. Yeah, I I will uh, be happy when this is all semi-normal again, you know. I, yeah. New normal, all that other crap. Uh, just I'm ready for semi-normal. Um, you know, we yeah. have our we have our schools here in, in area two that uh, you know they're shutting down. There's COVID cases. Um, oh, that's so they're, so they're shutting the schools like and so then yeah. Has it been a major rise in in your our, area? Our community, yeah. So the two uh, two counties, Kankakee County and Will County, uh, we had an eight percent increase. That doesn't mean 8% of the population has it, but it's an 8% increase. And so they went back and, and uh, you know, they're talking about uh, as of 11 o'clock last night, restaurants uh, can not have indoor dining. It all has to be outdoor again. You have to have a mask on when the, um, uh, you know, the, the waitress or waiter comes up to your um, table in order to even talk to them. Um, yeah. Bars. Like they have to remove all the bar stools. They can't have any bar stools. I mean, there's a, there's a laundry list of a whole bunch of different things, and yeah. uh, you know, there's we probably fall somewhere in there with something. But you know, until I, uh, you know, know exactly, I, I, I'm not going to change anything yet. Exactly, and um, we just started. So there's technically two phases that we went through so far. So like we were supposedly able to open as of July 16th, and, and my school's been open for quite some time. Um, of course, we're following heavier CDC regulations than any of the restaurants and any of the other places that are out there. You know, we, we have thermometer checks when the kids walk in. Everything is done by appointment. You know all this. I'll just tell the listeners a registration ahead of time so we have a limited amount of people. Social distancing spaces on the floor marked out. No sharing of equipment. No contact. Hand sanitizing stations. So we're doing it all. And, um, and you know, we've been doing that. This is going on our seventh week. And then just recently, the, the mayor, he, uh, you know, or, or the governor said that where gyms are allowed to open at 33% capacity, and they're basically going in and they're, uh, you know, doing inspections of the schools and they're doing other things to, uh, you know, just to, to make sure that the schools or the gyms are able to stay open. And uh, with that being said, I mean, uh, you know, one of my friends just recently had them come in and inspect his school, and they were like, wow, you, you seem to have everything that you need to do. Every guideline, every step, everything you're doing is, uh, you know, on point to that point. And uh, that's pretty exciting to know that the standards that we've set out for ourselves, because we've kind of been self-governed, right? We haven't really had any clear guidelines, so we've done it all and done and done a better job than what the government would have wanted. So that's a, that's an exciting thing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what uh, what what do we want to do with regards to our topic today? Because I think it is uh, um, vitally important that you know we talk about uh, you know websites and 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 the inner inner workings, the reasons why 
those type of things. Yeah. Uh, not that I don't want to continue to talk about COVID, but uh, I, I no, no, I, I hear like you. Let's get positive with... anyway with positive stuff. So, um, so yeah. Let, so first off, just to, just for um, transparency, it's you know I own a website design company. And we maintain like over a hundred websites of all sorts of different businesses, whether it be um, you know group counseling to construction company to handyman's to sign companies to plumbing and heating. Uh, to uh, martial arts schools. The biggest genre of our, our, of our business is, of course, martial arts schools, but we do have a large amount. You know, we have an aquarium company. Um, so, so we build websites. So I just want everyone to know that so that they don't think that this is a sales type of thing. But um, well, let me start. On. You know, look, it's okay if we pitch you. I mean, you're – your website company helps to sponsor this podcast, and I I will shamelessly plug you. So you don't have to worry about plugging well, yourself. Although well, I think okay. it's important that I mean I appreciate your you know you're being transparent and uh, yeah and, and that's what I like about you. But I think it's important that everybody um, know that it's okay that if, if if we say you know look if you don't have a website or you want to check out Allie's. Uh, website company to see if they can, you know, what they can do for you and how it all works. Yeah. Be it. You know what I mean? Well, I I appreciate it. And and let me let me quickly start off by telling the, the listeners a story, um, you know, about, you know, how I got started in this business. So, and I, I started my website design business about 13 years ago, technically maybe 14 or more. Um, and the reality is I've been designing websites for probably 20 plus years um, because I, started off like most other school owners where, um, you know, I, the story probably rings true with everybody or, or to some extent, a majority of the school owners that, um, you know, uh, I, I started off by getting a website because, uh, my, my student wanted, was a website designer, you know, at the time and, uh, he went to school or got in the business and, um, I had him start off designing my website and, uh, the, the website was cool at the time, you know, we're talking 25 years ago. Or 20 some odd years ago, and um, for the for the technology, he designed a great website. And then eventually, they fizzled out with their training, and they they left, and I was left holding the website. I didn't know anything about design or code, and they were less user friendly back then. So there weren't even websites that a normal person who doesn't know how to code could could use and build. Um, and anyway, long story short, thank goodness I had another student. He's like, oh, I build websites as well. Why don't I just do it for you, and we'll barter some training and I'm like okay great so he took it over and uh, he put a lot more bells and whistles on and I had every little thing that you could think of that was doing um, the fanciest and coolest of stuff and then he fizzled out right so I'm like oh my god what am I going to do am I going to go through this again should I make an announcement in class anyone else want to take over my website and long story short I decided to hire a professional company now that professional company came with a cost because they were at the time at the peak and they were using that know-how to really charge a premium. And um, I ended up spending like three or $4,000 on designing this site. It took about a year. I literally did all the work because I gave them the content. I gave them the pictures. I, I laid it out with them. Um, and uh, then I eventually got the site and it was okay. Nothing special, right? So I was like, man, and then, then they wouldn't respond, they wouldn't upgrade, they wouldn't update, they wouldn't do anything, right? So I said, you know what, I can't take this anymore. And I went out and um, started to learn how to build my own website. And I built my first site. I can't say it was great. It's nothing like the sites we build. But all of a sudden, my friends started saying, hey, 
how can how can you build me a site? And I said, wow. And I, I met with my business partner, Erica, and um, we started building sites. And that's, you know, how the story of how we started um, uh, began. And it really came about due to the fact that I needed to. I, it, I was forced to. I had to find a way to be in full control. And I know a lot of school owners are not, you know, and if they're not building their own site, they're kind of screwed because they can't do updates. They can't do other things. They can't get involved on certain things. And um, they just sit around and wait. And they're at the, you know, the they're at the point where the website company is controlling what they do. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know how in the world, you know, that we're in the, the world that we're in and that we are living in right now and, and somebody doesn't even have a website at this point. I mean, right. whether it's crappy or not, but it is true. I have met martial arts, uh, you know, instructors, studio owners that still don't have a website. Yeah. And and one thing that I'll say, too, um, that they they basically, they have a website, um, a lot of them have a website that was made by, you know, and I want to say this you know, sarcastically, by their, like, six-year-old nephew. Um, and, and, you know, the sites are so poorly done to the point where, and, and here's one, this is one thing I want to throw out there. So so let's say you go with one of the big website companies, right? They're going to do a beautiful site. Most of the sites are template-based. Um, the website company follows a certain model. They have three or four different template designs that you can use color-wise and layout-wise. And then they basically plug in your basic information, but they only plug in a small amount of your information. So it's not a branded, customized site. It's a template-based site. In fact, I've seen um, people on the Internet complaining and actually calling companies out, um, and they're calling it, you know, testimonial fraud, where people have the same sites over the course, like maybe five of the companies at the schools in one town have the same website company, they have the same testimonials, the same what if you know questions, you know what if, what you know uh, whatever the programs are, everything is pretty much similar. And, and you know the, the testimonials are all fake because they're being used across the board on 30, 40, 50 sites. It's not an actual testimonial, so there's no customization. Anyway, that's a, a, some of the quality sites are nicely laid out, but then you go to the sites that are. Um, they're laid out or made by, and I see this every day, and, and I go, wow, you really need to work on your site, um, and the sites are so poorly done. So just imagine this, Wayne. Imagine you and I invested in a billboard, right, on the side of the road, and we're spending, you know, $150 a month to have this billboard. And the billboard has two scenarios. First scenario is all the copy on the billboard is terrible. It's, it looks like it was written in crayon. Maybe that will work for you because people would be drawn to it, but most majority of the time, people will go, what, what an unprofessional billboard. And right. people, hundreds of people, thousands of people drive by that billboard every day, and it's doing nothing but scaring clients away. Now, with that being said, let's pretend that the billboard also has trees. It's a beautifully done billboard, but it's covered in trees, and you can't see the billboard. That's the SEO problem, the search engine optimization problem, right? So there are two scenarios. But I have to tell you, like some of the websites out there, just the way they're written, you know, in broken English practically, you know, and, you know, grammar and, and spelling mistakes, and, and they haven't been updated in years. Because people say, okay, I have a goal, I'm going to get a website. They get the website, even if it's a piece of crap, and they check the mark, got the website. I mean, I literally go on websites and I see seminars that are up from like four and a half years ago for a women's self-defense seminar, you know, 2000 and, uh, you, know, you know, 16. 
and they haven't updated their site. They haven't done a thing to it. They just check the box, put it off to the side, and then they're back into the thick of things. So they're not doing a thing about it. And um, it's kind of sad. And, you know, and then the other thing is the template-based sites or those companies, the big companies that are out there, they're not doing customization. They're not branding the site. Every one of our sites are custom branded. We, we design the site with the logo. We learn about the school, their traditional school. What's the field? Do they want to look like a modern school? Do they want to look like a, the website to represent their traditional values? We try to research everybody, and we work on their value system so that when someone goes there, it's that purple cow mentality, right? The, the one purple cow stands out above all the others. So we want that website. If they're going to look on the Internet for five different sites, we want them to see one site that really paints a picture, a clear picture of what's going on and talks about, um, you know, uh, you know the, the specific things like you and I call, um, you know, the uh, strategic, right? What do we, what, uh, you know, we call it the uh, unique selling proposition. Oh. Ours is unique strategic purpose, right? Purpose, um, yeah. You know, like, why Why does that school exist? Why do they stand out above the rest? And that's the customization part. Does that make sense? It does. And so what I'm hearing you say is that, um, one, everybody needs to have a website. But, two, yeah. it's not just have a website. It's not just have a billboard that's up there. Um, but, you know, you have to have a website that, one, can – that. One is branded to you, but then two right. that can be found. I mean, the, those are the basic nuts and bolts, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and here, let me give you three. This is the three different types of websites I see that are relevant or irrelevant, right? So number one, you can get an art school graduate that knows how to make things beautiful building a website. So that's called what I call a beautiful site, and that has all the bells and whistles, flashes, banners, music, um, this type of site, these types of sites are designed by web artists, right? They're artists. They're, you know, they, they're really literally making a work of art. And they know about programming, how to make things look pretty, but they know nothing about how people purchase and the science of how a sale works, right? So um, that's the first site. The second site is a commercial site. Now, this type of website is strictly designed with the sale in mind. So it's filled with all the tools that you need to speak to the client who are willing to purchase. And this type of design is filled with testimonials, videos pointing to the client and, and getting them to go in one direction, leading them down the pathway to sign up or what they call a squeeze page or a landing page. Um, where you get your name um, of, and you get a name of the client, you get their information, and then you hopefully get them to purchase your product. This site's good. However, people aren't stupid anymore. You're not going to fall for the, hey, if you buy now kind of campaigns and here's this and that. They've seen these formats over and over again for years. So even though this site's a good site, people are not going to fall for every little bell and whistle on a sales page or a squeeze page, right? Um, you know, for example, uh, the difference between a good author, like if you, and you and I love reading books, but if you ever read like a fiction book, right, um, and you, you go to a fiction book and the author literally explains to you how to um, envision every item in his imagination. In other words, he wants to, uh, you know, tell you what the color of the sky is to the most perfect detail, that the leaves on the tree have water dripping off them. Like, there's nothing left to the imagination. Um, that's kind of hard, you know, and I hate reading authors like that. I love authors that set my mind up to use my imagination, give me enough information so that I'm able to really focus on the story and I, I can envision what the 
person looks like and, you know, how they act. And I put my own mind and my imagination into the story, right? So that's important to do. And um, knowing how to write that way is very, very important, you know, and knowing that, um, you know, you know, the conclusions are going to probably be the end, same end result, but the story that's being told is through the eyes of the reader. Does that make sense? And um, No, it makes perfect then, sense. Yeah, and then the third thing is uh, commercially branded websites, like a sales site. This is the type of site that my company likes to design, right? We love to brand it out. For example, our websites at, at you know, our company is uh, they're separate and they're um, they, they separate the customer, the client, the martial arts school from their competition. We find their brand and we find out what's their USP, the unique strategic purpose, which is also the USP, a unique selling proposition. Um, and then we make the client look different. And, and we, it's like getting a great book, but the end result is that, you know, this person was going to stand out. They become the purple cow. Um, and uh, that's how we design. And we want to make sure that, you know, how – um, a person, the, the long-lasting effect of what people read and what it has, uh, you know, that to them, the client, you know, the end result is that they're like, hey, I'm going to go back to that other site because they said this, this, and this, and that really resonated with me, right? So think about this one thing, and um, why else would people pay thousands of dollars for a designer shoe or for a pocketbook or a handbag or clothing, right? Um, and the goal is is to capture the interest through your brand and create a feel and eventually steer them down the pathway to buy the design, that unique brand on your website. And our goal is to educate the prospect on how to choose their website, the perfect choice of their website, and also um, we have to carefully word and write ad copy, right? We have to write it in a certain way that we know works, right? The wording that we use that right encourages that motivates right what yeah no that, that and that's the thing right so you know unless you're learning how to um unless you're learning the ins and outs of marketing and a lot of martial arts school owners I, look i would say the majority of martial arts school owners are more educated today in marketing uh techniques and tactics and then also you know basics um, right than they ever have been before but that doesn't mean that they know how to write copy, that they know how to right. make a uh, compelling argument, if you will, right. or, 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 or a compelling presentation. And, you know, understanding what a headline is, working that headline to make sure that it works, and then the copy and even the pictures that go along with it, all the way down to what is the best offer, you know, to give that individual that's pulling you know, that's working the best, those type of things, if that makes sense. Right. And a lot of a yeah. lot of uh, school owners, look, we didn't get into this to do and learn marketing. We got in it to, you know, teach martial arts, to teach character development, to, well, like for you, you know, you, you, you got into martial arts because, well, you know, you needed some students to beat up. But, you know, really, that's what a lot of us did, right? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. That's a very true story. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think that finding the, the right website company, and then there, there's another thing. I mean, we could go into a lot of this stuff when it comes to, you know, why a company is good and why a company is bad, because there's so many on there, out there, that um, do a decent job. And um, I think that we have to understand that it has to be result-driven, but the results that are driven, meaning like you're getting leads from your website, um, we want to make sure that they're legitimate leads. 
and it, it, it depends. It's just like using a, a Facebook marketer, and you and I found a good one, in, uh, and he's one of our sponsors in, in Lead Hunter Media, um, that uh, Gus. And it's basically a, uh, you know, the way he writes his copy brings in a certain quality of lead. You know, the way we make them jump through slight hoops to make sure that they're serious about what they do. And even the ones that jump through certain hoops, they don't actually um, always pan out. For some reason, they did as much effort as they could, and then they gave up, and then we can't get them to come in. They filled out the form, they set up a scheduled class, and then they never show. So, you know, you want to get the highest quality of lead that you could possibly ever imagine, um, and that's through writing proper copy, um, ease to, to flow. And there's so many scientific things that, believe it or not, goes into a website that people don't usually understand. And that's why you pay a company that's a professional company that knows what they're doing, but not just designing a site. Again, I have to be clear on that. You have to know a company that knows how to design a site to make you money, design a site that brings you in business. Does that make sense? Yeah, certainly it does. So um, the the thing that separates you from the other, you know, martial arts website companies is well. Well, let me before I tell you all the cool things that we do. Let me let me give you some, and this kind of will help you help answer that question as well. Um, there are certain mistakes, and I call them, I'll give you five fatal flaws of websites, right? And then we, we don't make any of those mistakes, so that's one thing that we do better than a lot of the sites. So number one, um, they don't have an opening, compelling opening page, right? Their page is basically nothing but a page that people should click on to find other stuff, right? Most of the time when I study our websites, people don't make it past the first or second page They've already engaged and filled out the form. They've gotten enough information on the site um, that they are ready to make a cha take a chance at coming in and seeing school, right? So most don't have. So fatal flaw number one, not having a compelling opening page. Number two, not having an offer or an avenue for prospects to reach out. Um, typically an opt-in box with a great special that you're doing, even giving them the opportunity to purchase online, um, you know, after all, would they fill out the box if the site wasn't worth it, right? Like if the compelling opening page was terrible. So you want to have a compelling opening page, and then you want to have an offer for them to fill out the form to get information, right? Uh, I have to tell you, I don't know, Dwayne, if you've ever seen this, but have you ever gone to a company and you just can't find out how to ask a question, how to communicate? I mean, I'm big for purchasing online. I love buying products and tchotchkes and, you know, the newest fandangled, you know, toothbrush or ear cleaner or whatever the case may be, and I sometimes can't get my questions answered, and I don't buy, and then they don't have a way to communicate. They're, I can't find their email address. They don't have phone numbers because they don't want to talk to people on the phone. They want to do it all through the web, and then I eventually stop and move off and don't buy. I was just about to buy a fan the other day for my fiance Nicole, because um, she sits at her desk and she doesn't like the air conditioning too cold, so I was going to get wait, her wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Wait, I thought you were her biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? I, or I, I am, and she should be to me. Um, but, but uh, yeah, that's true. I, but, anyway, I couldn't, with this fan, the Dice, I found a Dyson fan, and they're like $600, right? So I found another fan that was similar to a Dyson design, but it was like $114. Um, and the ratings were great and all of this stuff, and I ended up going to the website, and I couldn't get information. I couldn't 
ask questions, I couldn't make the purchase happen. So it was something where I say to myself, like, that's a fatal flaw, not having an, you know, an offer, not having something that people could do, and the ease of getting the information. Number two, that's, that's the, the second one. Number three, um, and, and I kind of touched on this, is not having your email, uh, a way for them to contact you, the phone number, um, directions on the contact page. Um, you know, let's say a client is reading an article on your website, and they, they should be able to click Anywhere they are on the website, they should be able to find your information. You send an email, fill out a form, find out where you're located, et cetera, et cetera. So even if they're reading a fluff piece on, you know, martial arts and how it's good for you, just informational kind of stuff, they have to. If they have such a short attention span, maybe they go like, hey, let me fill out this form now. But if they have to go back and search and look and try to find, they're not going to they're not gonna purchase. And remember, people have a very short attention span. Um, it's like online, I call it online ADD, okay? Um, the, the fourth thing is that website doesn't reflect the brand. You go to the website and it looks like the school is an amphitheater. It could fit a 1,000 people. And then you show up at the school and it's like enough size for like six people on the floor. Or your school is a very traditional school, but it's got all bells and whistles and red, white, and blue and, you know, flags and Thing, and it doesn't represent your brand. That's a big mistake. People who are searching you on the web, they want to know who you are and what you do. Your website should actually make them feel comfortable. You know, when they come in, they're going to already feel like they have been in your school because you, they've taken the video tour. Um, they've seen what the school looks like. They see your lobby and what that looks like. You know, um, you know in, if you can't, in simple terms, tell the client who you are and why you're special, then why bother even having a website? Does that make sense? Yeah, and it even comes down to like the color scheme is uh, needs to match. I mean, I know yeah. you're 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 talking about that, but um, yeah, I liken it where you've been in my school. I have more of Superman colors, and so I I have a more of a Superman persona than a Batman persona. Right. And so if right. my website was a Batman persona, you know, kind of dark and and you know, and then they came in, yeah. for, or vice versa. You know, right. so, yeah, it's important. Yeah, there's a lot of the incongruency, right, where people are, you know, I've had people come in and, and they they saw my school and then they come in to talk and they go like, oh, my God, I feel like I've been here already. And then I've had others say, oh, I would have rather done a red, white, and blue kind of scheme, that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, you saw our website. This is exactly who we are. You took this, you saw the tour. You look at the photos, right? You do know what we're all about, right? It's pretty clear and obvious. So I want that to be very congruent um, from where we are on the web to where it is. So um, the fifth one and the last of what I call fatal flaws, five of them, right? Um, last but not least, some websites are not visible on search engines. So, so here's a big thing. Um, if a website is designed properly, and I say designed properly from top to bottom, it will have a component of the design that's search engine optimization. It's a word that's confusing to people, and people steer away from it because they're like, hey, I don't know how to do this. And um, they basically hire people, technically professionals, which ends up getting contracted out to India. And a lot of these people are making 3 $4 an hour. And um, they're not really good at what they do. And um, you need a professional company that really knows how to use the search engine optimization code within your website because there's a thing called on-the-page SEO and off-the-page SEO. On-the-page, quickly, SEO is how your 
you have headlines are made, how everything is built, and following Google's um, their their qualifications that they want in order for a site to rank high. The problem with Google is is they're like the mafia. They change their their rules every other day or every few months, and then you have to change everything. We literally have to sometimes go in and well, rebuild like, SEO on websites. You know, at, yeah, you know, every few like, months. Yeah, it's just like uh, Facebook. It changes the algorithms and stuff. I mean, I can remember yeah. back in the day when I would do my own Facebook marketing and when it was simple. And yeah. now that it's a lot more complex, I mean, that's why we have Gus doing our uh, yeah. our stuff because there's so much for me to learn and keep up on. I'm like, that is not where I want to divide my time. And, and, and the, the same thing goes with, you know, the search engine optimization with regards to keeping things up with Google and 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 Yahoo and Bing and and obviously Google is the primary one, but I, I want everybody to know it's not just Google, you know, that that we right. have to make sure that we're optimizing for as well. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. that's what your company does. But I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, no, you didn't cut me off, and those are great points. So, so in other words, too, like for, so, for example, right, where um, you can build a fancy, beautiful, nice-looking site, but and that was the, my analogy, the second analogy about the billboard where it's covered in trees, meaning that your site is beautiful and gorgeous, but no one sees it. No one, no one finds it. It doesn't pop up in the organic SEO. So if I search karate schools in my area, I want my site to be on the first page. And the way we, with our company, we usually kill, kill. I hate to say this, but I, I brag about it, but we usually kill competitors who build websites in SEO because my business partner, is an absolute genius with the SEO and management and how she builds it into the website. So normally within a week, we pretty much are, a week or two, we're pretty much at the highest, that, you know, um, up way at, you know, on a brand new site. Or we took the company and rebuilt their website, and they went from being on page seven to like page one within a month, a month and a half, because our SEO is so good. And we're so good at, at you know, following the rules of, like like you said, all the different search engines. And so, so that's important, right? And, um, you know, that's a big deal. And then the off-the-page SEO, I mean, I had a client um, in Australia. He was paying $700 for off-the-page SEO. Somehow he got bamboozled into paying for SEO. And then off-the-page SEO is basically links to your site. So, you know, on a very prominent podcast or a very prominent, you know, blog or a very prominent site, we, we post different links, and those links drive people to your website. Those links bring you up in off-the-page SEO slightly because the more that's written about you, YouTube, Facebook, you know, Google searches, uh, you know, different articles and blogs and podcasts that are linked back to your site, it slightly elevates you. But off-the-page SEO is nowhere near as good as on-the-page SEO. And um, it's very, very important to understand that, right? So, uh, you know, we do the on-the-page SEO, and then for our clients, if they want us to, we'll do other stuff to give them better off-the-page SEO as well. But normally when they get our site, they don't need that much off-the-page SEO. And you want to make sure, um, you know, that, that they're, you know, the sites, so some websites there, that people are making this mistake when they build a website that the website, and this is unrelated to SEO, this is another part of the fatal flaw, which is my fifth one, is that their websites are doing more damage to their business than helping them. Like, if their website is terrible and, and you know, it, it, it's not a good sales site, it's not laid out properly, it's unprofessional, who do you think they're going to go with? A 
company that looks great and or a company that's got like a site that looks like it was designed by a five-year-old, right? Um, you know, it's that back to that billboard thing, you know, so I'm, I'm afraid for some school owners where I know why they don't do well on the web is because their websites are actually bad for them and turn people off and turn them away and, and um, they don't get turned on and they're not, they're not working with the client because of that reason. So they make those mistakes. Yeah. So that, Look, that, uh, those are some of the fatal flaws. And, and I want to um, let everybody know that if they're interested in, you know, getting a review of their current site or you don't have one at all, you know, you're listening to the five fatal flaws and uh, uh, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I meet four of these fatal flaws uh, out of the five. Right. Uh, look, go to EliteInsights.com. So the word elite and then in, like I-N, and then sites, S-I-T-E-S dot com. So EliteInsights.com. I know that on your site you also have a 10-page e uh, e-guide, like an e-book that they can download. Yeah. I'm sure it has some of this information in it and some other information, but um, they can get that for free. Uh, I'm assuming that this is going to help their business with regards to the fact to understand what they what they need to look for in yeah. in their website to make sure that they have these things. Uh, and maybe yes. I'm putting words in your mouth, but no, no, you're you're totally 100% right. This is a 10-page free e-guide, no pressure. We're not, you know, of course, we're trying to help them understand the web and understand websites and even the companies that they have, um, maybe even with a professional company that does, does have a lot of the bells and whistles, but I want them to be able to be educated enough. So we try to educate them through this e-guide. Well, hold on, hold and on, hold on. When you say when when you say professional company, what you're doing is you're saying that you guys aren't professional. I know that's not the case. What you what you're doing is look. Most of these you've been around longer than some of most of these companies, anyways. Yeah. Uh, number one, you know, and number number two, the fact that you are personalized, you are branding personally these specific websites to that individual and their school. Um, is is a huge differentiator when it comes yeah. to that. You know, that's one of the reasons right. why I, I don't want a boxed website is because I need it right. to be, I need it to fit me. Um, you know, and then the other thing is that I, I like to be able to um, go, hey, I need this changed or I need that changed and yeah. and or we need this created and uh, yeah. I don't want to be, um, you know, put on the back burner, and I don't want it to be templated. Uh, I, I'm not against, you know, some templates, just with regards to, you know, the template of I need a headline, I need body, I need copy, I need right, right. offer. You right. know, that template is okay, but I need it to be personalized. So when you say, you know, these professional companies, you are professional. So I know what yeah. I know why you're saying that, but don't don't do that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I appreciate that. And I actually didn't mean that we weren't in that category. I was just really most importantly admitting that there are other companies out there that are professional and they run quality website businesses. However, a lot of them are not doing what we do. And, and I put myself way up there with the quality of website design and okay. the quality of company that we are. And I appreciate you pointing that out. Uh, but what I was meaning, what I meant was, is that some of these companies, even though that they're, you know, and I'm holding my quote fingers up for the ones that are just listening to this, um, that are, uh, you know, they're professionals, but it doesn't mean that they meet the criteria to be able to get the site recognizable for a school owner, right? And that's a big mistake. That is a fatal flaw. 
So they're not really following up and doing all the other things that are necessary for the site to be able to, you know, really work for, for the client, right? And that's what I meant by that. And uh, you're right, Dwayne, there's a lot of things that I um, that we do that are very, very important uh, for school owners to understand. Most of these other sites, they don't allow you to change your schedule, put your schedule up, or maybe it's a one-time thing. They don't give you monthly updates where you can add on articles and have different uh, pages with pictures and photos. We do all of that. We, we do maintenance every single month on most of our clients. They say, okay, here's my new schedule for the month. Here's my new special. Here's my new events that I'm running. We customize all that for our clients. And um, we even have sites that we've done back-end private sections for school owners that have their student page, a student portal, or a student back-end where they have to have a password and they can sign in and uh, see the secret information that's just meant for the students to keep them engaged and motivated and retention on the students and so on and so forth. So uh, we do all of that, and we don't charge extra for it, which is amazing. And it's insane, because I know my prices are so low um, that it's, it's kind of crazy. But let, let's talk about, um, you know, first before I get into some pricing ideas, and, and I'm not going to talk about actual cost, but why a school owner should pay for a website that's a professional site. But let me first... Quick, quickly, I'm going to just rattle these off real fast. It's seven technical issues, and I really won't go into detail too much on explaining them, but these are seven technical issues that I find on most sites, right? Number one, missing and broken links, meaning that a link was good at one point, and you maybe linked to a video on, on YouTube, and that video is no longer available, or Facebook, and it's been deleted, and uh, the link is missing. People click on the link, or they click on your schedule, they click on the flyer, or they click on a page, and it shows a 404 error. They're, the links have not been updated. We stay on top of all of that, right? And this is a continual thing, um, and uh, it happens. You know, it's, it's, if I don't watch my sites, my personal sites, I sometimes go to those sites, and there are links that are broken. So I do, like, a, a monthly inventory of every one of my pages on every one of my sites, and we do that for our clients. Um, two are stagnant pages, pages that haven't been updated for years. This happens all the time. People have a blog, and they stop blogging. And it's been, like, 10 years ago they blogged. Or... They have a self-defense seminar that's four years ago, and it's still on the site. Get rid of it. Clean it off. Don't look like you don't care because you haven't upgraded or updated a flyer of an event that's been done for, you know, 10 months or a year or 10 years, right? Why bother at that point? Don't call it a blog. Just get rid of the page then. Um, number three, information on events and seminars that are super old, right? I just mentioned this, right? You want to make sure that you're always removing things that are no longer in existence. If you had a, a parents' night out in October of last year, it should be off your website by now, right? You know, you should have only new and relevant information. Um, four, layout and design that's far behind the times. For example, we are just almost completed redoing all of our websites in what is called responsive design. Um, obviously, we were static design years ago, and we had to get our, our school owners and, and business owners to update their sites to the new platform. So we really literally had to rebuild websites from scratch so that when people see it on different size uh, tablets, on a cell phone, on a laptop, on a desktop, on a big screen, um, the site will adjust according to the size that they're looking at it. And it's not like it's just going to get reduced down, um, but it will get, it will actually change the format so it's still large and readable. So literally, we build three or four different websites for the client, right? And number five, and I only have seven of these, um, information that is company-centric, um, meaning that it's not written with the mindset of the person per, uh, purchaser. 
sometimes it's all about how many awards Joe, the karate expert, won and how cool he is and, and so on. Unless that information about how awesome the instructor is translates to the student and how awesome the student will become if they join the school, it's irrelevant. You shouldn't brag about your accomplishments or even list them unless they have relevance so that you're a tournament champion and you've competed for 20 years and you've won every tournament. Um, how are you going to take that information and make your school um, a better school to be so that people get the same results if that's what they're looking for? Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes, uh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and then the last two, real quick, pages are informational, but not too much information. Like, you don't want to give them so much history and information that they feel like they've gotten it all and there's no re really reason to contact you. Now they move over as if they've been fully educated, and they go look at another site, and they try to get more information. So if you give them way too much information, it doesn't leave the prospect with any desire to contact the business or come in and meet with you or try to come in for that trial class or purchase online and so on. Um, and number seven, the last one, is too much information or too little information. There's got to be a fine blend. And if a good site, um, I've seen commercial sites um, that, that both commercial sites and branding commercial sites that do this. They give out either too much or too little. And I'll give you an example. I, I bought, when the quarantine hit, I bought these kits to grow mushrooms to eat, not not to hallucinate, right? And um, it took me forever to really get all my questions answered, where I texted them, I went on their Facebook page, and finally someone got back to me and answered all my questions. But through their website, I couldn't get that information. So I was almost ready not to purchase because I couldn't get the info that I was looking for. So um, right. does, that, does that all make sense? We have to really stick to that. It, it makes perfect sense, and um, that you you don't want the frustration level to go up, uh, especially now nowadays, because individuals are um, very you know you, it's it's uh, we used to be you know we want fast food now it's what we want we want faster food you know it's right. the, it's the same thing you know online they expect to get their questions answered almost immediately. Um, that's what yeah. I've even found where, you know, just as a, as an aside note, I've had to train my clients when they become clients is look, <clears throat> yes, we have a texting software that we use, um, but it's not my phone. So understand right. that, you know, between the hours of this and this or Friday or Saturdays and Sundays, uh, you're not going to hear from me, you know, yeah. and don't, don't think that I'm ignoring you. It's just that, it's not on my phone, and and I'm ignoring you. So, you know. Well, I actually, you know me. I'm available 24/7. So, like, if people have, I give every one of my clients has my cell phone number. So they literally will text, and this is great. Like just last night, I had a parent say, uh, "We're thinking of sending Julia and Liam to summer camp today. Um, if there's still spaces available, 9:30." I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, uh, "She says, should I just book it online?" I said, "I'll just, I'll just charge it out for you right now." So I'm on the couch leaning back on my recliner with my fiancé, Nicole, next to me, and um, I just did the sale. Boom, 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 110 bucks, like in two seconds, so that they had, had access to me. And I get it. You know, you have, I love that you're that way, and, and I sometimes hate that I'm this way because I don't shut down. Like, I'm always, you know, forever, you know, communicating, answering an, ex, an email or a text message, and it's not a good thing to always be on to be on 24-7. So I love that you do that. However, um, you know, that's another thing, too. Like, can, can you, as a school owner, think about questions that have been asked of you 
um, typical questions that people ask. Like, for example, I'm going to probably add to uh, some sort of communication where this mom that I had the, the conversation with about security and, you know, whether, you know, the kid is safe and the parents can't stay, you know, I'm going to, and, and most of my parents all know this already, but I just want to add some of those questions in, you know, for this current day and age that we live in, right? So um, that way they could just go on the, the questions, you know, commonly asked questions or, you know, the FAQs, frequently asked questions, and then click and it'll say, what about security? How safe is my child? Some people ask that question. Have it on the website so they can read it. You know, right. how does my kid get promoted? You know, what are other questions that people ask on a regular basis? How, you know, how do I get my next belt? How do I wear my uniform? Can I buy a second uniform? You know, things that are there for them so that you're educating your clients. Your website should be a combination of sales for new information and new clients, and it should also be a portal where your existing clients should go to if they have questions, you know, you know, a calendar event. Like in my slide, just this morning, uploaded all our calendar for September. If people want to go and take a look at that, it's under the, this, this calendar and event section on my website, liNinja.com. And we have every week as a theme. So like week one, I, I believe, uh, is Tumpa and whatever weapons and tools that we teach or whatever rank it is, they bring those with them to class. So they know not to show up with 30 different weapons. They, all they have to bring is the weapon that's listed on the week's calendar. And then I have my closings on the calendar. All of that's on my website. We're closed for Labor Day weekend, you know, that kind of thing, and whatever else. It's all right on the website. So if they can't find it on the website, they go to our Facebook page or to our app on our phone. But it's all the same relevant information so that they can get to it. It's super important to help your own clients, the ones that are there already, too, give them a place for them to look, you know, to be. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, so I mean, I have right, a thousand so, uh, other things that I could go over right now, and, it, and this could go on for three hours, but a lot of it's in that 10-page e-guide. And um, and I will, like you said, Dwayne, um, we talked about pricing. I mean, this one last thing I'll say because I just remembered what we were talking about. Um, think about your website as a marketing tool, right? So think about your website if you were to run an ad in the, the local paper. And let's say that local paper ad cost you, now they're pretty cheap, 150 to $200, and, and it gets out to 28,000 households one time. We're rolling the dice and throwing it on the table, hoping that people are going to open that paper. They're going to fall on the page. They're not going to get distracted, and they're going to call us, right? Our website is a 24-7, 365-day-a-year advertising tool. So let's say even on the high side, you pay $300 a month for your site, let's say. And by the way, my prices are not even near that, right? So that's like a half of that. Um, but let's say you pay $300 a month. That's $3,600 a year. How much do you charge for your students to train one one month is what one sixty nine or well let's say one fifty one sixty nine yeah so one fifty right so so all you need to do is get two people just two people from that website two people will cover your entire year worth of maintenance right and even if those two people recommended one person now you're in the profit zone so it takes two people to cover the cost of your website for the entire year. Now, I have people that are so funny, like, I'll design a site, it's gorgeous, and then, and this is sad because some of them will be like, okay, my, my student is going to now, um, you know, maintain it for me. They go backwards, right? But what they do is they steal all of our copy. They, some of my good, dear friends have done this to me. And then they use all the copy we've written, even photos. And, and I know this for a fact because they're my students that we've had model. 
for modeling shoots to use them for websites. So I see my kid, and they're like, no, no, we didn't take – I go, this is exactly the way I wrote it, you know. And they use it, and then they save themselves, let's say, $100 a month or whatever it is, and they don't have a website with good SEO. They don't have a website that's really controlling the marketplace, all for a small amount of money that they're spending. We have to think, like, how much is this website? Even if you've got 10 clients for the year, and the we- and 10 clients signed up at $150, that's $1,500 a month that you're making, right? Two of those clients paid off the website. The other 13 are pure profit. That's, let's say, like $12,000 in profit that you've made off your website. You've invested three, but you've made 12. Isn't that a smart investment as far as finance? Yeah, well, yeah. And the other problem is, though, too, is I'm, I'm sure you've had this happen where, you know, they have you do it, design it, whatever, and then they, they want to maintain it or take it over or what have you. Right. Um, and and then they're they're not getting the results that they once got or that they thought that they were going to get. And then they're yeah. complaining to you as if it was your fault because right. – and then, you know, you go back and you have to explain, well, look, you know, we had everything set up, but the, this thing has changed in Google or this thing has changed here and right. blah, 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 and, 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 you know, your site hasn't kept up with, you know, X, Y, Z or ABC. And all they're thinking is, oh, the site you created for me doesn't work. Right. Right. And you know what a big mistake. And by the way, wait, 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 let me, let me just say this. Let me just say this because you ain't going to say it and I'll say it for you. That's not the type of client that you want. So if you're the type of person that, 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 you know, you uh, are like that, then don't even contact Allie. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you you know, you know, know it's funny, Dwayne too. Like when you have a company like a web designer design a website that could cost you anywhere from, if they were in India, they'll throw something together for you really quickly. But we've, we've dealt with that. We've tried to go that route to, see, route to see if they actually are good designers. And we get the finished product. We pay three or $400 and they design it. And we have to redo the entire thing. They don't know how to do SEO. They don't know how to do layout. They're basically just trained by this Indian company or whatever company from the um, Philippines. And then they don't really know the inner workings, right? So anyway, um, but that if you hired a professional company that's a professional website design business, they could charge you upwards of six to $10,000 just to design your site. And here's another great example. One of my clients in Australia used to use us for his website business. He had a, a program manager that kind of took over the design, hired a website company, paid like $6,000 to get it designed, and then the site is still incomplete. So he hired us back again. I do coaching with him. He's an awesome guy. And he said, hey, I'm gonna, I want you to do my website again. It was so hands-off. Like, he goes, here, Allie, here's my flyer. Here's my calendar. Here's my updates. You know, now he's trying to – he's got to hire someone and pay him $150, $200 an hour to put up a calendar. We do all of that included in the price, no extra cost whatsoever. And it's always constant upgrading. We're always constantly updating the SEO, always constantly staying on top. In fact, we just had a client that we noticed that they moved their location, and they didn't tell us. So their old address with their old school – is on their website. It's like, oh, that's the last thing I did. I didn't even think I had to update my website. You know, like, so we found out because we're always checking things, and we updated it before you even knew about it. We're like, hey, listen, we, we took care of that for you. Oh, my God, thank you. I, I can't believe it. You know, so, so yeah, all of these things are what you get when you get a really great company. And, and with my, my company, that's what you get. And um, anyway, if they want, download that 10-page e-guide and um, check it out. And uh, if you want to do an evaluation, just, you know, chat about your website and what we can do for you. Just reach out to me, inbox me here. 
um, you could actually just type in one of the boxes and say I'm looking, or in, inbox me and say you're looking for an, an evaluation, and then I'll show you how we could save you money and make you money and make your website amazing. And um, other than that, I hope that everything I explained, even if you don't use Elite Insights, that it'll help you with your company or if you're doing it on your own, it'll help you make your website better. Yeah, so uh, hopefully yeah. everybody picked up on some information today. Check out your website. Yeah. Make sure that it's up to date at the very least. Contact Allie if you have any questions. Um, and then, uh, look, Allie, I, I appreciate you, you know, sharing all this information because this, this is years and years and years of information that you've gathered, uh, and you, 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 you know, you gave it out for free. So go to yeah. EliteInsights.com, download the, uh, the e-guide there so that you have that, uh, you know, that information. Again, it's EliteInsights.com, Elite, and then I-N-S-I-T-E-S.com, EliteInsights.com. .com. We want to thank uh, our sponsors, obviously, Elite Insights, uh, Spark Membership. If you're looking for uh, the, the best darn software in the, in the world, then you can go to uh, sparkmembership.com. And then also check out Lead Hunter Media with Gus Lopez. Uh, he's one of our sponsors as well. He does all of our Facebook marketing. So look up uh, Gus Lopez at leadhuntermedia.com. Allie, thanks, sir. Before you end, you have to also mention you as the sponsor, too, because you do all the personal personal health coaching. And I know some people have been reaching out to you on how you lost nearly 40-plus pounds and got in the best shape of your life and, and you know, regained your health. Not that you were out of shape and not healthy, but um, I was you've been helping I was, others. I was unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're now helping others achieve that in their lives. So if people are interested, martial artists especially, we tend to go from being in the best shape of our lives to teaching every single day and not training as much as we used to. And as we get older, um, we start to get a little lethargic because it's hard on our bodies. You know, I've been doing this for 53 years, um, you know, and sometimes I'm just feeling like I get out of bed and I'm achy and I feel bad. And, you know, you've said that through your personal health coaching, you've literally changed that in your life. You have pep in your step and you're up and you're off and you're ready to go um, and you feel better than you've ever felt in a long, long time. So anybody who makes you anymore. <laughs> What's that? I said I don't ache anymore, you know? so That's amazing. That's great. So. All right, guys. Thanks so much. I appreciate you all. Thanks, Dwayne, for letting me uh, chat about the website stuff and we'll talk to everybody next week. All right. Have a good day, sir. Bye, guys. All right. Take care, everyone.